The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And joining me to break it all down, it's Mark Immelman. Hey, Mark. Hello. Uh, cheers to Jordan Spieth for, 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 for uh, navigating a big hurdle on a Saturday in a PGA Tour event. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Jordan Spieth. We it's saw early water. We saw, I can't say this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's an old (laughs) coffee mug. Um, We are, we witnessed something that we have not seen in quite some time on Saturday. It was Jordan Spieth giving us all the feels, Mark, going out and shooting a 10 under 61. It was very Spiethian at -hmm. times, right? He got a little loose with the driver. He hit his irons well and uh, rolled in a couple of long beauties to give us all the feels, get the crowds going in Phoenix. This was this was something fun. It was uh, when I switched on the coverage because I watched a little bit. um, I believe it might have been Friday, you know, when you put together a good score, but it was cobbled together. You could see there was, uh, there were, there were, there were cracks. There were not fissures. I wouldn't call them cracks, but there were little areas. And, and he did what Jordan Spieth does, and he turned a bad day good. And when that happened, I'm like, mm, okay, cool. Now let's see what happens on Saturday. And when I turned on the uh, show earlier today, and I saw him up close to the leaderboard, I was like, wow. And then the next thing, the the first live shot, I think I saw him hit was a tee shot down 11, which is to me probably the uh, arguably the hardest tee shot on the golf course. The fairway sort of tilts down towards the left-hand side, penalty area down there, um, desert on the right. And then these little desert scrub trees turn the thing to the right, and uh, it'll expose you fast if you're doubtful. And uh, he smashed one down the fairway there, right center, perfect, and stuck an iron in there tight and made a birdie. And I was like, okay then. <laughs> and then he did what he did. You know, he made those two long putts late um, and got away with a few um, sort of scrappy tee shots. But it, it was it was good, good stuff. It was enter- entertaining stuff. And, and that's what Jordan Spieth has been throughout his career. Uh, he certainly has been. Yeah, he got a little loose with the driver the last couple of holes, but he was able to hold it together, get inside the clubhouse. The, the biggest thing, Mark, and we can throw... I never say this. Let's throw all the stats out the window. Let's mm-hmm. let's forget about it. Uh, <laughs> the biggest my language now, bro. Come on. I've huh? never I've never said that my entire life. <laughs> but here's the thing I saw from Jordan Spieth. Um, I saw him having fun, and mm. quite honestly, I I've compared him and Michael Greller at times over the last three and a half years to kind of an old married couple. They look like they are just they just don't even like to be in each other's company at times. I mean, they're mm-hmm. just out there grinding really hard. And I saw a lot of fun, a lot of smiles. The crowds were back into it. It, it was just so nice to see this version of Jordan Spieth again. It certainly is. But look, the truth is it's easy to smile when you're making birdie bombs from over the show and you're shooting yeah. 61 or whatever it did. So, um, you, you know, there's that. But kudos to them for sticking to what they were doing. 
you know, everyone's going to go bananas on social media about the round he shot today. But there's been a whole bunch of blood, sweat, tears, arguments, disagreements, uh, you name it. Uh, just go D all of the above leading up to this sort of thing. And the one thing about Spieth, he's been resilient about what he's been doing. And he's been pretty well, um, uh, pretty open about what he's been doing as well and open about the struggles he's been through. And and Michael Greller, too, his credits has stuck by his boy's side. And, and I've seen, you know, I've been out there at times when you can see what you were listing, uh, you know, where Jordan has hit a bad shot. He's sort of complaining about the thing. And you can see Greller just hang the head and walk and carry the bag. And, and and I always believe that good things come to those folks who work hard and wait, and they both have. And so I was glad to see today, and I just hope tomorrow. Look, you never know what's going to happen because you can play great and get beaten. But uh, I I hope this is kind of the stick in the 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 line in the sand where it's like okay, we have now crossed the threshold. We back going in the right direction because. You know, the confidence of a PGA Tour player, heck, the confidence of any golfer really is so fickle and so fragile, where today you'll feel like a million bucks, right? Yeah. And then tomorrow, if you hit a few bad ones early, all of a sudden that confidence you had what, 24 hours, 12 hours before is gone. So uh, I'm hoping this is that watershed moment where Jordan's like, all right, I felt it. I believed it. I see it happen. I saw it happen a little bit. And, and and I'm sort of gaining some traction so I can now go and do what I've got to do when the pressure is really up. Because there's a big difference between Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon that I can tell you for free. 18 under par is the number that both he and Xander Shoffley sit at. They are three clear of Scotty Scheffler and KH Lee, four clear of Louis Oosthuizen and Justin Thomas. But we will put a bow on Jordan Spieth with this, Mark. And this is this is the Spiethian stuff I was talking about via Justin Ray. Uh, through mm-hmm. three rounds this week, driving accuracy, dead last. Uh, strokes gained <laughs> approach, first. Strokes gained putting, sixth. So that is really, that's that's yeah. the Spiethian math equation, right? That's kind of how he does this. <laughs> it's kind of how he does it. But the thing about the TPC Scottsdale is it sort of, it lets you drive the ball wide a little bit. I know there's desert desert on either sides of these fairways. And the really the only tee shots you have to get by that, that can really cost you are number four, um, and then certainly number 11, as I list, and then 12, the par five, you can get yourself into trouble there fast, 14, same thing, 15, same thing. And then we saw 17, where as soon as there's water down the left, it's the thing into kingdom come on the right-hand side. So there's a handful of tee shots you got to get by. But typically, if you're a little errant off the tee, that's fine, because you know if you draw a decent lies, you're going to attack some of these receptive greens, and, and he did, and he struck the irons well. And of course, he, he did the putting thing, which is what he normally does. He did the putting thing. That is what that is the 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 name of the biography of Jordan yeah. Spieth is he did the putting thing. Uh, the last time Jordan Spieth played in a final group on a Sunday, it was the 2018 Open Championship, and he was paired with this man right here, Xander Shoffley, the man he's going to go out and try to beat on Sunday this week in Phoenix. And and Mark, it is going to be a a, a tall task because Xander has looked solid uh, every single day nearly every single round for however many months we've been in this stretch. And, and I find it so interesting because, it, you know, outside of Jordan Spieth, uh, we, Xander Shoffley has been the guy that we've been like, oh, of a victory. He needs a victory to kind of validate all this. It's been over a year. He's trying to be a top five player in the world. I think Jordan Spieth needs it a little bit more, but there's a lot of parallels between these two guys. 
They certainly are. Uh, and, and then, you know, I did I did what I sometimes do when I have to come on with you guys, and I quickly glanced through the shot tracker, the, the shot link tracker, and, and and I saw a number that made my eyes pop out, and I wanted to call you all of you up and say, look, this is half of my argument, where today Xander Shafley looked comprehensive. I mean, everything was on point. The driver was at solid and long. He was moving the ball in both directions. The distance control was there. He was... He looked solid, sound around the green, so there was no real weakness, no real Achilles heel. And then I seen the strokes gain numbers. He's losing strokes on approach shots, yes, and I'm like, is. "Are you serious? I mean, have you what? Is any of you or any of these folks watching these guys play? And and look, I I believe that strokes gain is a big deal, and and it's useful information. But I got to tell you, Xander Shoffley looks as complete as anybody in the game right now, and he. By all intents and purposes, and for me, he's the guy to beat. Uh, I don't care that Spieth is coming back, and Spieth's going to probably have the crowds in behind. But Xander, the physical attributes are there. But the round he put together to me was just so professional, because he had a slowish start. You know, folks are going bananas. It's perfect weather. It's a receptive golf course, and I think he plays his first ten holes in like one under, I believe it was, and then from there it just gets busy on the back nine. And I was like, yes, this is this this is what Xander Shoffley does. And and it was such a patient, patient such a well-constructed sort of a round. And I was like, uh, this is good, good stuff. You know, to, to get out there, uh, um, pardon me, it was a couple under early, but but to get under and be one over through three, and then all of a sudden just turn up this turn up the speed on the back nine. It was a very patient, very calculated round from a guy who sort of knows that okay, I'm playing well, I don't have to panic. I'll just keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'll be okay. It was, especially with what Jordan Spieth was doing on the course at the same time, the most quiet 65 probably at TPC Scottsdale all day long, uh, potentially all week long. Mark, you know, I want to talk about this about Xander because for a long time we've been saying, you know, Xander's good in all facets. He might not be great at anything, but he doesn't kill you anywhere. He's just really good in everything. I'm seeing a driver this week that I'm not sure I've seen before. So looking at some of the numbers here, first, he's he's number one in the field in strokes gained off the tee. He is number three in driving distance. He's number six, number six in accuracy. He's going to roll the rock uh, on the greens like a madman, but I don't remember his driver being this big of a weapon. And if and if this is the next step for him, if this what he is, if this is what he becomes, watch out. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, I have the benefit, perhaps, you know, compared to a lot of pundits. You know, I have the benefit to watch, of watching these guys play a bunch. Yep. And I'll tell you that ever since I called Xander Shafley for the first time, the way he drives the ball, he's within the top five, six, seven drivers of a golf ball in the game. He always has been. But he's just so quiet about it, you know. And and he doesn't hit the big, high, flashy bum that a Rory does. And he doesn't hit the towering sliding fade like DJ does. He hits a real penetrating ball that turns over just gently. When it goes bad, it hooks a little too hard. But this thing is fast through the air and it is fast on the ground. And if you get a golf course that's playing a little firm in the fairways like this place can, you know, he's going to hit it out there a long, long ways. And when he gets a golf course where the hole sort of fit his eye and he can tumble that draw in there from right to left, he's going to let them go. And we saw him do this. And so... I'm I'm here to tell you, folks. Um, you know, I might say some really silly things at times, but let me tell you, Xander Shafter can drive the ball, and he always has driven the ball, and he creates a whole bunch of speed for a guy that never looks out of balance. 
Mm, it's it really is unbelievable. Before we look ahead to tomorrow, the final round, I want to get your opinion on one more thing, Mark. And our very own Kyle Porter has removed himself from the fetal <laughs> position. He has gotten upright enough to at least grab his little Twitter fingers and send us a message. And he says, and I quote, it's like I've told you guys. <laughs> I can't even get through this. It's like I've always told you guys, and Spieth proved it today. Driving doesn't matter at all. Mark, yeah, I think I, I think I've heard this exact argument from him before. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and the last time I was on the show, he called me out. He goes, "Driving does matter." I'm like, "Come on, Carl, really? You're gonna make some putts when it means something." And and look, driving is important, and getting the ball long down the fairway puts you, gives you the the leg up. It does. You you're playing on the front foot you can play the aggressor but the truth of it is a long straight drive has never amounted to a low score ever in the history of ever if that was the case you'd see a bunch of long drivers probably doing really well remember jamie sedlowski i could hit it off the planet he was trying to play the corn ferry tour for a while hadn't seen him on a pga tour lately so yeah driving the ball along is helpful putting the ball in place certainly is helpful um doing both and you're a weapon but look at rory I mean, he had some tee shots that have been off the charts, and he's how many back right now? You've got to be able to wedge it, and you've got to be able to put it. And and so I, I find it comical that now Carl would tweet this because he, one day he's going to admit. Well, he's stuck between he's stuck between two really hot takes at the moment, which is like the driver and everything that Bryson and Rory is doing. That that's everything, and also Jordan Spieth is going to win by missing every single fairway, and he's not going to know what to do with these two takes when they when they run into one another. What was the comment he made? He actually used a pretty uh, impressive sounding word because I like good grammar. I really do. And you know me, I, I like text to be punctuated and I'm that sort of old guy. And uh, after the US Open, he came up with some word where, 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 where it's, it's what it's like a turning point or it's a pivoting point it's an, for he golf. Said he called it, he called it inflection. an inflection point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Kyle, man, you get off your computer and go, what's these guys play at an inflection point, for goodness sake? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, looking ahead to Sunday, uh, odds makers agree with you, Mark. They list Xander Shoffley as the favorite here. He is minus 110, so very close to even money to be the Waste Management Open champion. It is Jordan Spieth who is plus 250, two and a half to one. So those are the two lead horses, three shots clear of the rest of the field. And it's Justin Thomas, who's actually four back, who is the next shortest odds at 11 to one. Scotty Scheffler at 12 to one. And then Louis Oosthuizen and KH Lee round this out at 25 and 28 to one, respectively. Um, for Jordan Spieth to win on Sunday, uh, I think he is going to have to do something again that is probably unsustainable which is drop 124 feet worth of putts like he did on saturday mark i i i tend to think this is all but xander's uh it's a pretty good call um but look you got some form horses there just in your rear view mirror and let me tell you something they're out there early and if you get a tee shot in the fairway on one you'll have a scoring club in there so it's a birdie opportunity same thing on two two three is a reachable five uh, these boys, I'm going to toss Kepka into the mix. Will Zalatoris, Ram is just a little bit down the track. You get off to one of these three under through three starts and you standing on one tee, all of a sudden, you know, then things are different. So, so yes, I would, I, I would say Xander is the favorite, but it's going to be tough sledding and it's going to be exciting stuff. And, and, and I wouldn't know who to pick right now. I'm leaning towards Xander just because of the, 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 the mentality of his, his game and the emotional 
well-being he looks like he's exhibiting and, and the golf swing just looks like it's in in pure working order i mean it's uninterrupted from backswing through to the finish and and it's so free it's so unencumbered and and the ball's going the right distance so he, he's got to be the favorite for me but it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination and before I, I I sign us off here, you know the the closing stretch of holes here, uh, maybe not seventeen with the pin position it was in today, not necessarily risk reward, but there are places you can put that pin on seventeen to make it a real risk reward hole. You've got sixteen, I mean eighteen. You've got to hit a really good drive. There's a couple of par fives coming in. I mean you you can see some movement, you can see some fireworks in the final five or six holes of this event, and it can shake up this leaderboard quite a bit. Yeah, it's the kind of golf course where if you're in the final group, you have the advantage because the 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 closing stretch of holes, once you get past 14, you know, then it's sort of plain sailing. Then you hit a good tee shot in 15 and it's a birdie opportunity. 16, if you get over the emotion of it, it's a scoring club in your hand. 17, it's travelable. And 18, you can get a wedge in there. So if you're in the final group, you know, there are birdie opportunities to be had. But the thing about it is still, you've got Zander who hasn't won in a while. He's looked like he should. You got Jordan, who's been in the doldrums, really, and so it's going to be an emotional day for those couple. And then I don't know who's the third member of the final trio with them. I think it might be Scotty Scheffler. You know, they got to stay in front of him. That that guy makes it look so easy right now. So, uh, <laughs> yes, the leaders have the advantage, but that gap will be closed. I guarantee you. I cannot wait for this. We've got two horses in the final group, three shots clear, looking for victory. I'd be thrilled for either of them to get it done. And then we've got uh, the big game. It is going to be an absolute blast of a Sunday. Mark, as always, thank you very much. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Just for the record, before before you do that. My betting card is looking pretty handsome right now. And I wasn't on the Tuesday show. <laughs> but Zalatoris, uh, everyone except for Sun- well, Sanjay M, if he has a big day tomorrow, I think I- I'm-, I'm in the game for all five of my bets. All right. We'll keep a close eye and we'll update that tomorrow evening. You can find Mark on Twitter at Mark underscore Emelman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.